Hello and welcome back to the CC Pro Podcast. I'm Mark and in today's episode we're going to discuss liquidity, which seems to be a hot topic right now. Thanks to everyone that listened in 2023, we created 80 episodes covering a wide range of subjects. And if you've not listened to them, go back, listen to them and get ready for the bull run. We are just three months away from the halving. There's never been a more important time to make sure your mindset and your education is on point so that you can capitalise and make as much money as possible in the bull run. Okay, so today we're going to talk about liquidity. Now, liquidity basically means how easy it is to exchange assets in the market, so tokens and crypto. The more liquidity, the easier it is to swap coins without damaging the price. When there's less liquidity, making large transactions can have significant impacts on price. And that's where you get massive volatile swings. Now, many argue Bitcoin as an asset class and crypto in general closely matches or is influenced by global liquidity more than any other asset. And that's largely due to the fact that it's a fixed supply. And overall, Bitcoin is actually quite illiquid because there's so many long term holders, which means big transactions can have massive swings in price. On top of this, despite what we all believe, there's a lot of manipulation in crypto. It's actually a lot less than traditional markets. And the reason for that is Wall Street's not involved. Big, massive money funds that control trillions of dollars of assets aren't actually in Bitcoin properly yet. So that manipulation doesn't happen. Now, crypto sees massive swings in liquidity from bull to bear market. In 2017, in the bull run in December, the market peaked at $770 billion. But it dropped in 12 months to December 2018 to just $89 billion. This draw of liquidity out of the market impacts the prices, but it also impacts the ability to exchange crypto because there's less money available. In November 2021, when Bitcoin peaked at $69,000, the total crypto market was $3 trillion, with Bitcoin peaking at $1.3 trillion and the altcoin market $1.7 However, in 2022, the trough or the bottom of the market for the entire crypto market was $728 billion, with Bitcoin dropping to as low as just $300 billion. So you can clearly see that there's massive waves of liquidity coming in and out. It's like a tide. It comes all the way in and then it goes all the way out. And when it goes all the way out, prices drop and exchanging tokens becomes a lot harder. Now, as I said at the start, a lot of people argue Bitcoin matches global liquidity and it actually tracks the US liquidity quite closely. In December 2017, right at the peak of the bull run, the Fed decided to raise interest rates more aggressively than anyone expected and against the wishes of President Trump. And that was the peak of the market and as liquidity was drained out of the entire system because of those Fed rate hikes, it also caused the crypto market to drop. In 2019, the total crypto market rose over 300% to $390 billion from the low of $89 billion. And that coincided with the Fed cutting rates in the US due to a lack of economic growth. Again, if we look at the November 2021 peak, in November 2021, that was when the Fed first announced that there was going to be rate hikes in 2022. They announced that because of inflation, they were going to have to start reducing the balance sheet and forecasted out their rate hikes for the coming year. 
That marked the top of the bull run and we saw a massive drain of liquidity. Now this isn't just related to crypto. The Nasdaq or tech stocks in the US also peaked in November 2021. The Fed's balance sheet was over $9 trillion and quantitative easing or QE was turning into quantitative tightening where the Fed was going to drain liquidity from markets to stifle demand to bring down inflation. And the crypto markets followed this plan exactly. Okay, so how does this relate to the bull run and how can you prepare for the bull run? So right now we are seeing various liquidity issues. Last week when we had the flash crash in Bitcoin, a number of exchanges prevented trades from being closed and they had connection issues right at the time everybody wanted to close positions. When you think of liquidity, you have to think of buyers and sellers. Every single trade has a buyer and seller. If you want to buy an asset, somebody has to sell it. And exchanges use market makers to ensure the smooth flow of these transactions. And we'll come back to why that's very important later. But if we think about the bull run, a lot of people are saying, you know, if there's liquidity issues now, what's the issues going to be like when it comes to the peak bull run? Well, there's a few reasons why this shouldn't be a massive concern for any of our members or anyone listening to this podcast. So the first reason is, as we've just showed, the trough to the peak of liquidity in a bull market is massive. If we think in December 2018, the crypto market was only worth $89 billion. But then in November 2021, so less than three years later, it was worth $3 trillion. That's massive. The amount of liquidity that's piled in there is huge. And that causes huge price rises, huge rallies, especially in small market cap altcoins, but also makes exchanging tokens really easy. For the next bull run, people are estimating as high as 7 trillion market cap and a lot's hinging on the ETF. But even without that, people are expecting the crypto market cap to exceed 5 trillion and probably reach that $7 trillion mark, with the crypto market cap expected to be worth over $10 trillion by 2030. Now, a lot of people say, well, where's this money going to come from? The US is looking like it's going to go into a recession. The EU is probably going to go into a recession, and China has a lot of issues as well. So if that happens, where's all this liquidity going to come to get the crypto market up to $5 trillion and above? Now, if you've been paying attention to the podcast, me or Deck talk about it a lot on live streams and Don's covered it in Coffee and Crypto. The number one place where this liquidity is going to come from is central bank money printing. Central banks have been tightening their balance sheet over the last two years. They've been withdrawing liquidity out of the system to calm inflation and reduce demand. But there comes to a point, a breaking point, where they reverse course and we are right at that point. The Fed in the US has already announced that there's going to be rate cuts in 2024, despite denying it for most of the last year. The economy can't handle rate hikes constantly. Eventually, that drain on liquidity breaks something in the system. We saw the banking crisis last March. There's a lot of banks sitting on unrealised losses, and there's a lot of companies relying on debt that are struggling to refinance that debt. On top of this, you've got the US government is running over a trillion dollar deficit, they're spending way more than they can collect, and if they go into a recession, that spending's going to increase, but the tax revenue's going to drop, so the deficit, the difference, is going to increase, 
And who's going to fill that void? The Fed. The central bank is going to print money to fill that void. So I have no worries about liquidity from the central banks. Remember they printed trillions of dollars for COVID? Well, the next time they go into quantitative easing and print money, it's going to be even more than that because every single time they do QE, it's more than the last time. And the next time is going to be trillions of dollars. That'll be the UK, EU, China, every central bank, and of course, led by the US. So there should be plenty of liquidity in the bull run. The next reason that no one should worry about liquidity in a bull run is you don't sell all at once. So the best plan is to be selling bit by bit. You should have various price targets, maybe five or six for each coin, and you sell a portion every time you hit your price target. So if we take XRP, for example, you might have a price target of $7 and you want to be out of your position completely by $7. But you don't wait till $7 to sell 100% of your XRP stack. You'll sell at $3, $3.50, $4, perhaps even every 50 cents, you just sell some of your stack. And that means that even if you get to $7 and there's no liquidity for whatever reason, an exchange goes down or there's a crash somewhere or something happens, you've already sold 90% of your holdings. So when you get to that peak, peak top, you're already mostly out of the market. By the time Bitcoin peaks in 2025, you should already be out. You should have all your profit secured, maybe 10% here or there, but you should have most of your profit already sitting in either a stable coin or already withdrawn to a bank, you should be selling all the way up in a bull run, not waiting to try and time the top. No one can time the top. So again, this means that you shouldn't worry about liquidity because you're selling all the time and you're not selling huge chunks of money. Plus, if you're sensible, do not pick psychological levels like $3, $4, $5. Maybe pick $3.10, $4.20, things like that because then not a lot of people will be selling at those levels, and it means you can exit the market easily. As I said, no one times the top, don't try and time the top, sell on the way up, realise your profit, and get as much profit out of the market as possible. Have a plan. Okay, one of the other reasons that we shouldn't have any liquidity issues in the bull run is because of retail FOMO. We are all typically retail investors. However, we have all the education of CC Pro. We've got experience of years and years in knowledge. And that's the whole point of CC Pro. You've got this depth and wealth of knowledge. So as much as we are retail investors, we will not be FOMOing in a bull run. We've bought through a bear market. We've bought Bitcoin at $16,500. We've bought all the way up. So when all the headlines are screaming Bitcoin's going to a million dollars or $500,000. We will be selling. Meanwhile, retail investors watching CNBC or the news or the Financial Times who will turn positive on Bitcoin soon, they all just start buying. Your phone will blow up. All your friends and family that know you're in crypto will start texting you in 2024 and 2025 asking how to buy Bitcoin. They've missed. 170% Bitcoin rally in 2023. They've already missed the boat to accumulate low. They'll be buying high as we sell. We will use retail FOMO as our exit liquidity 
if we execute our plan properly. The hype phase, the mania phase, where everybody's screaming about Bitcoin going to higher and higher prices, you'll hear this time is different, super psycho, Bitcoin going to a million dollars. When you hear those three phrases, you should be almost out of the market. But the average uneducated person that just wants exposure to something that's going to make them rich will be buying. And that is our exit liquidity to get out of the market. As I said at the start, buyers and sellers. We need buyers because we're going to be selling and the buyers will be lining up because there will be adverts everywhere for Bitcoin and crypto. Now, the one thing we've not covered is meme coins and very, very small market cap coins. Now, these can suffer liquidity issues at times because ultimately nobody wants to buy them once they've peaked. If you get any a meme coin that's just done two, five, ten thousand percent gains, why would you want to buy it? You want to be selling before it hits those gains, so you want to be selling on the way up. So finding buyers for your sales is very difficult. So meme coins sometimes do lack liquidity. That's why when we see people on Twitter posting 10,000% gains, it's all paper gains. Can they actually realise those gains? 100% not, because when they try to, they will crash the price of the meme coin. We saw this with Pepe. We kept speaking out about Pepe. We said that those people that showed that they had turned $100 into a million dollars, if they tried to realise that million dollars, it would crash the price of Pepe and they'd be left with very little profit because there's no liquidity. Because once a meme coin's ran, no one wants to buy it. No one should be buying Pepe once it's done a 10,000% gain. So meme coins are the only thing I would be careful with. If you do hold meme coins, which is fine, just be careful of liquidity in a bull run. Make sure you're selling as that hype and mania phase starts to take off. The one tip I would say is if you know somebody that doesn't invest, doesn't know anything about Bitcoin, doesn't want to know anything, when they ask you how to buy or can I get in on this or have you heard about this meme coin, it's probably a time you should be selling and getting out of the market because the hype phase, the mania has arrived. Okay, so for me, I think I've outlined quite clearly why I don't think there's going to be liquidity issues in the next bull run. There's so many reasons why, but the number one reason is education and having a plan. If you don't have your price targets written down at when you're going to sell, how much you're going to sell, then you're missing an opportunity. The time is now to get prepared. We are three months away from the halving. Regardless of the ETF, the bull run is coming and it will be explosive. Bull runs are very difficult to manage because your emotions are all over the place. So now is the time. Get prepared and stop worrying about liquidity. Yeah, we've seen a few issues buying certain coins in recent weeks, but I'm pretty sure that's just a short-term issue and it'll go away. In terms of the bull run, liquidity should not be an issue, especially if you execute your plan properly. Okay, so that's today's episode on liquidity. I hope that helps calm some fears, put some nerves to rest, and also just explain how liquidity works and how in a bull run there is plenty of money sloshing around the system. The key is get out before the top, not try and time the top. No one will ever time the top exactly. And especially if you're holding multiple coins, they'll all peak at different times. So you have to have your targets laid out and stick to your plan. And there's one thing guaranteed in life, and that is that central banks 
are going to print trillions of dollars and that's going to provide ample liquidity for us all to take profit in 2024 and then in 2025. Okay, thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. We'll be back very soon with some more episodes. Keep dropping suggestions in CC Pro and of course, leave us feedback on Spotify and make sure you're subscribed to the show. Thank you very much. Catch you again soon.